0: Welcome to the CityServe podcast. CityServe's mission is to empower the local church to be a catalyst for life and community transformation. CityServe's mission, as you know, as we empower the churches, we have a supply chain and many of the resources, goods and kind, and uh, food, and any of the other resources, many of you have already taken advantage of. But also what we talk about, that maybe not as much, even though when you're onboarding, we talk about Isaiah 58, Leaning to Brokenness. And that template for us is those 10 initiatives. This podcast, and throughout this, we want to talk a lot about unpack how those initiatives can help you, uh, God's people, your church, uh, to be involved. So uh, it's my privilege here to introduce to you. Kyle Johnson, Director of Compassion Initiatives. Welcome, pastors, leaders, to City Serves Initiatives podcast. This is our third episode, right? Do I have that right, Steve? That's right. Third episode. This month, and all month long in April, we are highlighting the Prisoner Initiative. And uh, Steve and I are joined today... By the director of the prisoner initiative, Louis Wright. Louis, it's good to have you on, brother.
1: Yeah, thanks for having That's me, guys. Good to
0: see you. Um, we want to dive right in. And um, again, I want to remind you, those of you who are watching and listening, number one, these initiatives are taken straight from scripture, all 10 of them. And what Cities Serve, what we have tried to do, is put a director in each one of these initiatives. What is their job? Their job is to help you local pastors and leaders and churches to number one create awareness. You heard me talk about this last month. We can't fix anything if we don't aren't aware of it, right? Yeah, that's right. So secondly, what these directors do, Steve, you serve as the director of the vulnerable. Mm. Louie, you're the director of the prisoner. What they do is research and development so that they can come alongside you and find exactly what is most effective and what's working best really across the nation to reach these people. And lastly, you provide technical support. So maybe that's all you do. They've got effective ministry that they are doing, but they just need that ongoing support and encouragement. Louis, yeah. we're excited to have you, man. And um, I want to ask you, if you could, in just a few minutes, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your
1: story yeah. and why this initiative is so near and dear to you. Yeah. So, um, you know, my story is, uh, you know, I've, I've come out of a really a lifetime of addiction, um, a lifetime of, you know, former incarceration and, um, you know, coming into the church, I remember always feeling like my past had maybe disqualified me, uh, from really the work of God. Maybe, um, you know, I'm there just to show up on Sundays and kind of sit back and let, um, you know, all the really righteous people kind of, uh, lead us, and what I had found was um, that actually, uh, you know, my past kind of qualifies me for some mm. of the work um, that's really needed within the church. Mm, um, that's good. So uh, for, for me, it was, um, you know, I ended up going to Mission 111. Um, a lot of spiritual formation happened for me on that trip and really came back and just seen where my place was, um, you know, within my local church and how I could really be of service. Um, to the church in that way. That's so good.
0: Louie, help us understand, somebody who gets out of prison, what obstacles or challenges are they facing
1: in building a stable life? Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's multiple layers to it, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, addiction can be definitely part of it. Uh, a lot of it is, you know, guys have been incarcerated. Um, there's, uh, there's quite a bit of, of uh, self-esteem that needs to be built up, um, kind of feeling comfortable in your own skin again, learning how to... Uh, navigating a life in prison, Mm -hmm. Uh, there's certain conduct, there's certain moral codes that that just don't really work in real life. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just practical life skills, Um, being able to walk into a church uh, can be kind of intimidating, right? Um, Looking a little different, maybe tattoos uh, all (laughs) over, there's just feeling like the odd man out. But um, there's there's a lot of levels really um, learning how to live again, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. out here um, and become... Uh, really, a functioning member of society.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Hey, so you talked just a moment ago and talked about how you almost felt disqualified. I right. love that quote um, that says, "God doesn't call the qualified; He qualifies the called." Yeah. And for any leader or pastor that's watching right now who maybe feels. I can't relate with these guys, Mm -hmm. these gals. I I don't know the first thing of what it's like to be in prison or that culture that background. That's great. What
1: would you say to encourage that pastor? So we actually get those, um, conversations all the time, you know, even within ministry, um, whether it be to the addicted, the prisoner, whatever it is. Um, you know, there's, there's people that maybe haven't ever struggled in that way. And they think, well, how can I relate how can I really minister to if I haven't been there? And a place that I always go with people is, you know what brokenness feels like, mm. you know what hurt feels like, you mm, know what hopelessness really it's feels good. like. It's good. So, so tie into that because mm. just they've experienced the level of hopelessness, hopelessness maybe around a uh, prison or around uh, criminal activity or whatever mm. it is, but hopelessness is hopelessness mm-hmm. no matter who you are. And if you know what that feels like, you can create the empathy, you can develop empathy. You can begin to, to kind of bond on that level mm. Um, of, of brokenness. I like that. Develop
0: empathy. I think all Christians yeah. are called to do that. Yeah. That's kind of the mission of city serve. Louie, how can the church help? What are, you know, we're all, we always talk about deliverables here at city serve. Yeah. How, how can we bridge that gap between the prisoner and the
1: local church? Yeah. I think the, I think the first way the church can help is listen, all of us are praying for the lost. All of us want uh, the lost to enter yeah. our churches. Um, the way that we can really uh, start to help is when some of these people do come in, going out of our way mm. to make them feel comfortable, going out of our way to maybe introduce ourselves to them. Because, listen, this is the deal, is um, the lost comes with a little bit of a mess, right? Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't. Mm. And making people feel comfortable, making people feel a part of rather than um, apart from is super important. Um, so I think on just a very basic level, loving people is where we can start. I think other ways that the church can really um, help in this area is, uh, you know, there's a lot of families, there's a lot of stigma around maybe prison or around the things that come with that type of lifestyle where they don't want to be maybe uh, forthcoming with, with maybe family members, but connecting with your pastor, connecting with your, your local church leaders and saying, hey, uh, identifying some of these individuals. Whether it be your son, mm. a cousin, a family member, a friend, mm. and saying, hey, we have a guy that's either getting out of prison, we have a guy uh, that's formerly been in prison, and we'd like uh, to get them connected to where the church can then begin to wrap around that family, begin to start conversations maybe mm. with that guy, with that woman, um, and begin to engage in that way. But really, awareness is, is one of the biggest things right now Is we need to, how do I identify the need? Mm. Uh, right? right, on. right on. The, the congregation is what's going to help us identify yeah. that need. Where are people at? Mm. Yeah.
0: And really, I think about those those men and women coming out of uh, the prison system um, who don't have support. Yeah, And you know, um, statistically and firsthand, if they don't have that support, mm-hmm. the chances skyrocket that yeah. they're going to go back in. And really what I'm hearing you say is what a great opportunity
1: for the church mm-hmm. to be that support system for them. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, you know, the prison system is is a broken system. It's a hard system mm. to navigate. It's, it's an even harder system to actually parole out of successfully. Mm. Uh, we see the recidivism rate and it's, it's alarming, right? And so being able to uh, enter into people's lives and actually see them uh, lives changed is, is what we're about. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, that's just, that's something that we're doing that's really unique, mm. you know, here at City Center. Um, you know, we're developing programs, That aren't just you know uh, church programs. There's some professional. They're faith-based professional programs. We have Mm -hmm. therapists. We have um, psychiatrists. We have all kinds Mm -hmm. of things in the works right now to serve to serve this group of people to actually not just see them come to Christ, but see them healed, to see their families Mm -hmm. transformed, to see uh, life skills come about, and Mm -hmm. it's just it really is an amazing thing. That's so good. We serve a creative God. That's right.
0: Who gives us creative ideas to find solutions. And really, uh, for those of you watching and listening, CityServe really has three pillars Uh that make up CityServe. Number one is our GIK, the product that all of our churches have access to, to support the second column, which is the 10 initiatives. And then lastly, we have our National Grant Center. And Louie, this is one of the things that you can help local churches with is actually access state and federal money. Yeah. Did you hear me? State and federal money to be able to do
1: effective ministry. Can you kind of walk yeah. us through what that might look like? Yeah, so we have a couple programs now that have been developed, and these are, these are really great programs. One of the programs is called Respect, and so, as you know, um, a guy goes to prison. There's been some brokenness. There's been a lot of things going on. Maybe uh, the family begins to fall apart, right? The guy's been in prison for the last four or five years. Um, there can be some uh, brokenness within the family. I mean, what is Christ about? Family restoration, right? Restoration. And so, what we're doing is we're entering into that and we're providing um, inmates right now, formerly incarcerated inmates. Um, and it doesn't matter at what time they've been locked up. At any point of their life, we're offering six months to a year uh, of free uh, therapy, right, with a licensed therapist. Mm. And uh, we're also offering family uh, family therapy along That's with it. Unbelievable! Yeah, it's it really is a great. And this benefit.
0: is free to them.
1: Free to them. them. Free to them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah, and and uh, you know the great thing about accessing these grant dollars is you know a lot of times when we think about grant dollars we think well. Uh, we get our hands tied behind our back, you know Jesus goes out the back door, and the grant money comes in that that yeah. that's this is not the case here mm-hmm. right we're We still are able to be who we are wow yep. we're still wow. able to be true to our vision to mm-hmm. see people set free uh really through the power mm-hmm. of Christ, but offer some real tangible um resources right here, yeah.
0: That's great. And and that's what it's about. And you touched on this at the very beginning. It's just about loving people. It's about loving people. And letting God do the rest. And so if he chooses to reach them through a grant Mm -hmm. and through counseling services, um, you know, praise God,
1: however he chooses to do it. You know, another one of the big challenges that we've seen uh, and that we know even here at City Center is when individuals get out, um, you know, they have a past, it's extremely hard right now for a felon to find a good job, right? Because of his past. Well, we, re- we believe in redemption. Well, mm-hmm. So We've right. created amen. a program, a jobs program, right here in our warehouse, where all of the GIK stored, where we we're committed to hiring nothing but ex-felons to mm-hmm. run that warehouse. <laughs> That's awesome. Right We're creating jobs. Uh, this is a job training program where they get to learn job skills mm-hmm. and they're getting to learn all these skills to be successful in life. But, but that's what, this is what I love about city service. We don't just talk about it. We're about it. That's, that's right. right. We have dedicated to our warehouse. We're going to hire yeah. nothing but ex-felons. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a beautiful thing. That's awesome. Right. And this is another grant that we have uh, coming down the pike. Yeah. That's so, that's so great. And I think, you know,
0: just like with other things, the heart of the local church is to reach the prisoner. That's right. But, I feel like a lot of times they don't because they don't know how. So as we Mm -hmm. wrap this up, Louie for the pastor that's watching this, Mm -hmm. who's struggling to maybe, you know, catch the vision or not even that they're just wondering, you know, I I feel like I don't know. I don't relate.
1: Where do I start? How do I start? What would you say to that pastor? I would say, start right in your neighborhood, start right with your congregation. Mm -hmm. Listen, uh, we just talked about um, GIK, right? Leveraging the GIK to really see some of these initiatives met. Mm-hmm. Something we can do right now is we know that families experience some extreme hardship when, when when somebody's removed from that home. What what we're working on right now, this is something that can be done right now. We mm-hmm. have heroes in each church, each one of our affiliate churches, finding and identifying who those people are in our neighborhood. Where's the family? Mm-hmm. Of, of the individual that's locked up. Where's that family? Sending those heroes to wrap around that family maybe three or four months before the guy gets out. Well, we're connected with that family. We're meeting the basic need. Mm. And as soon as the guy gets out, we're already connected to the church. He's already connected. There is, listen, there's so many practical ways, especially with, within CityServe, to really creatively meet mm. these needs. Yeah. And, and really do some really cool ministry mm. and some life-changing ministry. So that's, I mean, that's just one way, yeah. right? finding them, wrapping around. We have no excuse anymore. We have everything. City Center has, has given us basically the tools mm-hmm. yeah. to go out and to creatively do good ministry. Mm. Yeah,
0: and you use that word hero. And that's the word we use here at City Serve to talk about pastors and to talk about you, the faithful followers of Jesus who are willing to serve. You are heroes. And again, we just want to help you. We want to come alongside you, support you, and equip you so that you can reach the prisoner the vulnerable and everyone in your community all for the glory of god louie thank you brother for Thanks, being on yeah. with us today for and with us. we're going to share your information yeah. and um, i know you're going to get a lot of calls because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people watching this that want to reach the prisoner in their community well we're ready to uh, to help in any way yeah i know you are for my co-host steve kramer want to thank you again for tuning in. We want you to tune in next month as we highlight and talk about the nation of Israel. Thank you. God bless. We'll see you soon.